Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up, giving you the Hollywood and media biz news to know. On Monday, January 11th, 2021, where the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns both won NFL playoff games, a Democrat is about to be sworn in as president, and there are new episodes of Sex in the City on the way. Did I wake up in the 90s again? Ah, no, wait, I'm still bald. But the PGA, or the Professional Golfers Association, is the latest organization to cut ties with Donald Trump. Not you too, Fredo. They're moving their 2022 PGA Championship from the Trump National Golf Club to, uh, well, anywhere else. I mean, forget Twitter and Facebook when uh, golf abandons Trump. That's gotta hurt the most. Now over to Hollywood. Whereas I'm sure your social feeds probably told you last night, uh, HBO Max made it official, ordering a one-off 10-episode season of Sex and the City that they're calling, and just like that, dot dot dot, for some reason. But uh, everybody's coming back, well, except you know who, but uh, SJP, Cynthia, Kristen, and writer Michael Patrick King are all returning. No word on a storyline or if uh, Mr. Big is coming back, come to think of it, but uh, in an interesting decision, the season will not air on HBO. It's only going to stream on HBO Max. I don't see why you wouldn't do both, but uh, the last movie came out 10 years ago at this point, and this show will start shooting sometime this spring. Over at the box office, it looks like Wonder Woman is going to be lucky to hit half of the box office total of Tenet. It took in just $3 million in the U.S. this weekend to hit a $30 million total and $131 million worldwide. Tenet finished up with about $360 million this fall. It's also worth pointing out that five of the top 10 highest grossing locations for the movie this weekend were drive-in theaters, according to Deadline. Otherwise, The Croods 2 took in $1.8 million for second place in week 7, and News of the World took in $1.2 million for third place before that one comes to Peabod this Friday. Elsewhere in movies, Nomadland continued to rack up Film Critics Awards, this time getting the nod for Best Picture from the National Society of Film Critics. Over in the media biz... Vogue had a bit of a run-in with the, uh, well, what I'm guessing is the jurisdiction of the fashion police. Kamala Harris is on the cover of the February magazine. Awesome. But Vogue revealed the cover this weekend, and it's uh, not the picture of her that they had agreed upon with Harris's team, which they also apparently did not give them a heads up about. Always a good idea. The vice president-elect is now on the cover in a casual blazer and wearing Converse chucks that she often wore on the campaign. But the more poised photo of Kamala in the signature powder blue power suit that was thought to be the cover is now part of the story on the inside of the magazine. Harris's team was under the impression that it would be the other way around. Well, that must have been a fun weekend. Over in social media, the platforms now decided that they are gatekeepers of information. Huh, I wonder what's different in 2021. Anyway, Apple and Google have now removed every conspiracy theory nutjob's favorite social media chat app, Parler, from their app stores. And Amazon Web Services, or AWS, which provided the cloud computing power for the app, has also canceled their Parler contract. Then again, when uh, one of your most prominent members, lawyer Lynn Wood, calls for Mike Pence to be assassinated, and you don't remove it, I guess that's time for a judgment call. But hell, even Reddit removed the Donald Trump subreddit from their site, according to Axios. So kudos to all the social media platforms for taking a stand when there's absolutely no chance of retribution from Donald Trump. Hey, remember when the looting starts, the shooting starts? Yeah, let's not break out the gold stars here just yet. Roku is back in the news once again as the virtual version of the Consumer Electronics Show, or CES, kicks off. Roku announced that 38% of smart TVs in the U.S. now use the Roku interface, making it the most prevalent smart TV operating system in the U.S., ahead of Samsung, according to Variety. 
between Roku boxes and Roku-supported smart TVs from third-party producers. Roku software is now used by 51.5 million households. And just to put that in context, the country's largest cable company, Comcast, only has a footprint of just under 30 million households for their flex internet service. So Roku and Amazon, which has 50 million users, have really come to dominate the interface that people use to stream TV in the 2020s. But elsewhere, uh, Sony announced that they're going with Google TV's streaming platform to power all their smart TVs in 2021. Google TV used to be called Android TV, and it's uh, what runs Google's Chromecast streaming boxes. However, Sony has no plans to upgrade their smart TV software to Google TV on any existing Sony smart TVs already out there. Over in the trailer house... Netflix gave us one for Malcolm and Marie. That's their shot in the pandemic two-hander with uh, John David Washington and Zendaya, directed by Euphoria creator Sam Levinson. It takes place at a home of a couple in Los Angeles the night after a premiere of a movie directed by Washington's character, and you can catch that black and white film on Netflix February 5th. Also, CBS gave us the full look at Clarice. That's their Silence of the Lambs series that picks up a year after the movie. It premieres on February 11th, and the links to both spots are in the notes area for this podcast episode for anybody inclined. Just hit that details button beneath the episode title in your app. In today's programming notes, it's all about the college football championship as Ohio State takes on Alabama on ESPN tonight. And while the game doesn't feature either Florida or Georgia, let's finish up with uh, Florida Georgia Line, who released their fifth song from their new album that still is not officially released until next month. But this one's called New Truck, and uh, according to Rolling Stone, it has seven writers. Just going to leave that there. The uh, Spotify link is in the episode notes for The Inclined. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. I got a new truck. I got a new ride. I got it souped up. I like it too high. I got a new truck.